0: Listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Welcome to season twelve. I cannot believe it, ZK. Twelve seasons. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute, as they say. But I am so excited to be starting a whole new season. Amazing guests, great food to talk about, great restaurants, incredible cookbooks. He's going to have a great new exciting shows for you. So I hope you'll sit back, relax and enjoy the foodie ride right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, Nachum is coming up. I think it's, I know, it's his 40th anniversary on the air. He's the leader of the, of the voices, you know, uh, sure. before there was podcasts there was Nachum Siegel doing his show I still
1: remember going to yeshiva listening to the yeah right right it's
0: amazing 40 years on the air so we just want to wish Nachum and the whole family Stacy and all the kids now grandkids just big muzzled off in this marvelous milestone and uh, we look forward to the next 40 Nachum you think you're gonna go another 40 I think you can do it um all right so let's Dive right into the show. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time. I love food, I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a cookbook author, personal chef, I give cooking classes, I run chop competitions. And I love to travel all over the world and try different foods. But I hope you'll tune in and hear about my cooking adventures, my kosher food traveling and sharing of great recipes and ideas from my amazing guests. But I want to hear about your food experiences too. So you can email me Naomi at Siegel. Um, you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram. TikTok, whatever's whatever's coming your way with social media just keeps flooding in. So uh, looking forward to hearing from you guys, and we're going to have a great, 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 amazing season. Okay, first up, a multiple serial guest on this show, because how yes. can we not have Alex Rappaport from Muspia? I feel like every year we start off our, our season together. I think we start off around Tishrei time. Tishrei time is a time of giving. You know, to 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 it. Yeah, uh, it's. V- I haven't had enough coffee yet this morning okay. <laughs> to get the order right. Um, and and it's a perfect time. Also, your your food, you feed people. I love to feed people and talk about feeding people, and 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 you do it to the best. So welcome back to the show. How are you?
1: Hello, and thank you for having me. My and, pleasure. And, and, and we are able to do what we do at Masbia with people like you who help us who bring us more partners more people to uh, inspiring the community at large to come behind this and share and share and continue to share and that's what makes must be what must be is and now for the human for the high holiday season we are now planning to give out about a million dollars worth of food for people
0: a million dollars and
1: that's Food that we send to people's home, people pick up raw food, we send it to them, and then there is in-house suudas, right? So you're a chef, you're a personal chef, you cook a lot at home, there are going to be 28 meals from Rosh Hashanah to the last day of Simchat Torah. Is that how right? it works? Are you yeah.
0: including suudah
1: shlishit? <laughs> Not including Sudash shlishit, but yes, including two meals every day of sukkot wow uh, yeah wow like chalamoid. you like chalamoid, two meals and for us 28 ma- did you
0: just 28. Say 28 guys guys 28 meals
1: <laughs> yes it, it's, it, that's it, insane and it, 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 it is and for us we build a sukkah in front of our facilities we there's so many logistics that go into and and we know for people in need the circus meals are almost the most important. It's the hardest time to, find, to get yourself invited to anyone is on sukkah. Right,
0: because people have small suckers, They don't have the big dining the big, rooms. Yeah, I mean, some people have big suckers. Yeah, yeah,
1: but it, overall, it, 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 we see our numbers go up for sukkahs. Yeah, yeah, for sure, all the it, time,
0: to eat in the sukkah or just to order food. Yeah,
1: both, both. Uh, um, really, uh, it's really, really a big demand for the in-house meals for the those the, the ones that we cook. For the raw food, it's the entire season that people need help, and as the season kicks in more, this year happens to be an so easier year for those who are in the gig economy every on Wait means wait, a,
0: wait, stop what's well, gig economy? gig economy means if,
1: if, if you 're a graphic artist or if you 're a car service driver, you get paid by what you produce right It's so called gig it, gig because it's, yeah, everything you do is like a, a gig a, like a, yeah, you like have a, a job. shop
0: competition is a gig
1: yeah, it's a job right
0: ah, a okay. gig k are, are you a uh, gig? With that? Are you a gig, (laughs) ZK? This is a gig for me. This yeah. is a gig <laughs> Okay Gig economy
1: Yeah So gig economy Fantastic Is people who, who don't have Permanent jobs It's not like they get Their salary regardless If it's Yom It's part the gig y- Yeah So it's
0: called gig uh, Sorry I just can't get Partes Cool I love so
1: that This year is actually A good year Because all the Yom Tov Are on Shabbos this yeah My husband so, doesn't have To uh, miss
0: out on so much work so
1: That's it So that's the thing So so people It's a, actually a better year Than the few years mm-hmm. Leading up to this one But we can always see like the, the deeper Into the Yom Tov season More people need help. Like in the beginning before Rosh Hashanah, everybody thinks they'll get by, but as the kids are home more from school and eating more, less school lunch and everything else, all the other yont of costs, it ends up being that we would see a lot of desperation during Chalamoyed mm. because people are like deep into the yont of season. The kids are home eating and not going to school to, right. get to get food and it ends up being a huge pressure for those who are just about making it and they start feeling a huge pressure on food
0: so so can we just you know we have new listeners all the time let's just back it up a little bit let's just talk a little bit for one minute recap oh, i call it the elevator pitch on must because we have some new listeners so i just want to make sure that we've covered we know what must is most of people do but in case you don't i would like to start from the beginning take it away
1: Masbiya is the Hebrew word to satiate, to satisfy. We say it all the time in Tehillim, Psalms, yeah, 145. And we ask Hashem to satisfy and satiate every living creature. So that's the word Masbiya. We have three locations, two of them in Brooklyn, one is in Queens and Forest Hills. And we are open every day of the week and we serve dinner. That happened, started 18 years ago. Then we. It's 18 years. Yes, You're in eight, your
0: high years.
1: That's right.
0: Oh, amazing! And, and wow. Then,
1: and then, as it went along, we opened something like so. We were serving dinner. Then we started serving raw food for people who wanted to take home. So you can think of it: a mother bringing her family to a soup kitchen is a little taboo. She would prefer to take home some raw food and, and cook it at, cook home. Cook it so at you, home. So you have
0: different uh, options uh, uh, of getting some food. You can either right. come and get the raw ingredients, cook it yourself. That's right. Or you can get prepared food because right. not everyone right, is right. Cap- so people, has exactly. access to kitchen. Exactly.
1: Some people are mentally just not there. There's all kinds of reasons why someone cannot cook. We actually got a call today of a family that they're – Gas is shut off and hadn't had a, a cooked oh. meal on my way here, this call came so in. You've so you are giving a hot meal you, to
0: family? That's
1: right. So there's all kinds of reasons something somehow someone needs a cooked meal and sometimes people just need some extra food for their food budget and they could just take it raw and make it at home which is a little bit in some way more dignified, right? They, they serve it at home and so they're, they're both options. When you take food home, it's a lot more food. We try to make sure that there is, like, three meals for three days for every member in the family in the raw food. So it ends up being, if it's a family of four, you go home with a shopping bag that is, you know, 30, 40 pounds and has, Wow, like, yeah. beautiful. So,
0: so, so how do people sign up for this? If you, if you need or you know someone in need, reach out.
1: How? The, the simplest thing, really the simplest thing is to just show up.
0: That's oh, the okay. best way. Yeah?
1: If you show up, the, the you don't mash- need to pre-register. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to pre-register. The, if you show up, we we serve dinner every day from three to seven. If you just show up there, the mashgiach the there can help you. Kind of, if you also want dinner and you also want packages, and he could take it from there for you. But showing up is the most important wow. thing. Uh, people would send us an email. We don't know if you're calling from outside of New York or from inside of New York. You're closer to this location or to that location. The best thing always is just to show up. We have three locations. Two of them are in Brooklyn. One is in Borough Park, a block away from the Sharma Shabbos um, in no, Flatbush. Yeah. It's two blocks away from the... 24-hour shul there, the, the Varetsky shul, the Lambda shul, how people call it. Sure. And and in Queens, it's right off 108th Street in Forest Hills to show up during dinner time. And now what we have now is a, is a system that if you go on an app, you can also like schedule yourself so you don't have to wait if there is a line. Now the, the line flows very nicely. Even if you show up, you just put yourself in by the time you get yourself around you're probably next but we serve a couple of hundred families every day of each of the locations so in order to keep it smooth that's why we have this app but if you just show up the Mashgiach will help you out and kind of figure out the best route for you most people will go home in less than 20 30 minutes with
0: fantastic
1: uh, that's uh, what it
0: takes the time to go to the supermarket any case
1: So, yeah, they'll have, they get to choose between a sit-in meal and a package or both or one of them, whichever.
0: I I, I don't like to talk about Corona and COVID Mm -hmm. and all that. But, you know, do you feel like everything is, you did such amazing work feeding so many people who were low on income, didn't have a lot of family, didn't have jobs, lost their jobs. Meshiga times. And really, Baruch Hashem, we're really past that. How, how was that, you know, how was so, that transition? Was that an easy transition? Like, did you have to, like, refigure everything? So, like,
1: So going up was more easier than going, going down. down. So yeah. what, what I mean by that is as... I was following the Israeli news. So things happened in Israel like two weeks before it happened in New York. So I was, mm-hmm. like, I was like anticipating what's happening. And I saw the rush on all the grocery stores in Israel. So I was like seeing the... the trying to is, anticipate. And so, so we, we were actually calling, uh, uh, we were discussing with Kedem, Keiko. We Yay. were trying to find all kinds of shelf-stable foods for Kosher La Pesach. We even stacked that know. On. I
0: know it's Rosh Hashanah yeah. time. I know. We didn't miss, mess that up. Yeah, but, but that's the, when it started, that's remember? That's when it started. We, all we, we, those years ago. Yeah, even Years.
1: <laughs> Even before Purim, we were already discussing different things and items that will be easy to uh, deliver. Like think of this here, you have. We have
0: the the uh, date syrup, the date the- honey, best best Rosh Hashanah. This is amazing because the real
1: honey is honey that the Torah speaks about is date honey, not bee honey. This is
0: re- right. So uh, what did they say? <laughs> That's this right. is the dvash the, that we're talking this about. Is the dvash. The, yeah, we're going to talk about so that when I we ca- do the segment. I, when I pick up
1: this bottle is it's a plastic bottle. It looks so nice and beautiful and trendy, but it's a plastic bottle. We had to think we're going to start sending food out. We want plastic bottles. Not we glass. Want, like, exactly, all kinds of things that we were uh, doing logistics uh, um, for this. So we ended up being open 24 hours a day. For There were a couple of months in the peak that we were open at each of our locations, five days straight without closing. Can
0: you imagine in New York, in Brooklyn, at, at five days, no sleep, just feeding people? This is an organisation you want to stand behind and support. I really feel like they just... 18 years that you were doing this. Alex started this by himself. He had with this... With the help
1: of uh, Mordechai Mandelbaum.
0: Yes, of course, Mordechai is well with you. I'm sorry I left him you now. Very- but they had this vision and it came to fruition. And you really like... Nobody thought 18 years ago of this Michigan pandemic or even just economies going up and down, people in and out of jobs, that you can predict. But you just you've been you're, stable.
1: You're reminding me, we had a person that was a big donor who ended up coming to us during COVID. For food on the line. It, My it, heart just like... Yeah, it, it's, and we have the opposite. We have a lot of people who were our clients who now come back and volunteer and donate. But yeah, we're, we're there for what happens to people in any random way, just like you said. Like, we, we're here. Whatever will happen, we'll be there so we can help.
0: Amazing. And you've got this incredible raffle that you've got going on. Let's take it away. Uh, for those of you who are watching on our Siegel Network uh, YouTube channel, it's called the Nacham Sigonet, Net, um, where you can watch us as well as listen to us for multi multimedia presentation here. Um, what is this going so, on here?
1: So, so I'll, I'll, I'll explain. We have about 30,000 donors who donate to us randomly in the last couple of years, right? But in order for us to be open regardless of the time in the middle of the summer or middle of the winter when it's not Rosh Hashanah, we... Came up with the idea that we're going to ask everybody to become weekly donors, just okay. like they give tzedakah before lech benching, or people give tzedakah before davening, or different kinds of things, types of ways. We, we're asking people to become weekly donors to Maspia. Okay. and to encourage that, we make a little fun thing that we make a weekly raffle drawing of all our weekly donors. Oh, that is
0: adorable! So.
1: so we just started this. We started this in the middle in, of the summer. In the summer, summer right? I saw, I saw. And, and everybody who signs up can choose a prize, an individual prize. But in addition to that, we have these raffles. Mm-hmm. So today we have over here, we now have...
0: Look, we're doing it right here on the Nacham Siegel Network.
1: Yes, and so this is our eighth drawing. Okay. So this is the eighth week. We now have... Oh, I should move the cap. <laughs> over 60... Don't already people already signed up? Those who already won, just give it a twist. Yes, this goes into the. So we're going to do the
0: drawing now. We're going to do it live. So why don't you tell Uh, everyone uh, what the drawing, what the prize is? So we're going to do
1: three prizes. So one of them is going to be your cookbook. uh, One winner will will just give it a yeah yeah I got it I got it, it I got it and your cookbook will be prize one. Yeah. Then we have your husband's. Special, the Nachman's uh, a
0: double threat. Yes, we so have is, each have a cookbook, and,
1: and this is so amazing. People cookbook, just, I mean
0: books. It's been a cookbook. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it, and, and it's it's it cooks so inspiring halacha. how it's making um, all kinds of halachic conversations so um, current, so to speak. So it's very it's it's a lot of fun reading it. It's besides it's the it's also like in fun, and well the third one will be uh-huh. a Gift certificate on the Simply Gourmet from...
0: Spice line by my dear friend Rifki Kleiman, who's written two amazing cookbooks, and she's come up with a delicious spice line. I get a lot of spices sent to me. They're all great, but Rifki's is... Outstanding! And you know, you
1: know, <laughs> she, got a, she, got she, she got the, the I, I, CRC, the, oh, okay. she got an additional hechsher recently. She got the Brooklyn CRC, the what's called Ardus. She got an additional hechsher. Okay, so, so, so she's covering all the bases, <laughs>
0: so everyone can eat it. Uh, yeah,
1: and um, so whoever wins that prize gets a fifty dollars gift certificate on her website. Okay,
0: and I really. Love, love, love her 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 spices. Um, so, so
1: let's go straight right. to it, and we'll have. Um, I'm we'll, gonna stand.
0: Can I stand up? I'm gonna yeah, give it a whirl.
1: Yeah, yield One second. This goes. Oh, no, the one
0: fell out. One fell out. Hold Here. on. I was bad. Okay. I'm very good oh. at do- doing this because you know what? I run the a-time auction,
1: oh. and I spin
0: the wheel go for on. yeah the a-time okay. live auction that's in May. So wow.
1: We okay, okay. Here we go. good luck for everybody. Yeah,
0: and, and what happens if my listeners want to do at this? They so could be in the drawing for sure. next time.
1: Exactly. You go to mazbiyah.org, you go to mazbiyah.org slash weekly. Um, you could also go to the Rosh Hashanah campaign, the High Holidays campaign, which is mazbiyah.org, HH23, High Holidays 23. Ah, so let's go right to it. Okay. Let's have. So the, Here the we go. F- the first winner. You,
0: can I just say, do you remember before? I figure, remember the Timmer's camp when we sure, went to Sure, sure. <laughs> that was four uh, years ago. We,
1: we, uh, we did it. You mean the, the, the Timmer's in
0: Union Square? Yeah. Oh, well, we should do that again.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Just,
0: <laughs> for next year. Okay.
1: It's just challenging before Shoshana. Yeah, the, I would, yeah.
0: yeah, I'll clear my day for you. But, let's write uh, it down for next year. The winner. For the first prize is... Be
1: your, your perfect flavor. Oh, there flavors. you go.
0: Silla Sloan. Congratulations. You have won. You hold on to that.
1: Sure. You have won.
0: We will send you out a copy. Silla Sloan
1: will get a copy and of Perfect Flavor. You should
0: tell them that we're announcing it. Um, we're sure, going to announce sure. this on uh, the Nachum Segal Network as well. Okay. Next one goes to... I can't pronounce this. Fao Jawid?
1: Yeah. fur is going to win the second prize, which is Halakha Matters, right?
0: Okay, yeah, fantastic.
1: Okay, and prize number prize three. Prize number
0: three is, or maybe they want the spice. You can give different choices.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be open to anything.
0: Um, Mr. Jeffrey Mullen, you have also won a prize. So wow. congratulations on those prizes. And the
1: prize will be the $50 gift certificate. For on Simply Gourmet's website. Okay, so, fantastic. Mitzvahs. And yes, anybody who wants to join us, to join Masbiyah in any way, you, you, you can, can make a one-time donation you. or a weekly donation. We um, are at masbiyah.org weekly, or if you want to go to the High Holidays UMM-Toym campaign, it's masbiyah.org weekly. HH23, and there you can choose to sponsor all kinds of different sudas. Some people care for the Rosh Hashanah meal, while someone wants to sponsor the ervium Yom the Motz Yom The Sukkos meal is very special to share food. When you have the Shpizan come to your Sikah, you want to share food with others, and kind of a very Kabbalistic thing to do is to give the Shpizan something to eat. They eat your Tzedakah. So that is where you go, masbiaorg slash H twenty three. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. It's an honor. It's, always, it's your help that makes it all happen.
0: Thank you, Alex, so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming out, and we'll talk in a minute. Sure. Okay, my next guest is David Lawrence. Uh, he is from Kosher River Cruises. Can I just get him on the phone? Hold, hold on. Let's see if we can... Hold on.
2: Okay. Hi, David.
0: You're on the air. We good? We are good. Hi. How are you? Great. Okay.
2: How are you? How is New York?
0: How is New York? Um, soaking wet on on this Wednesday morning. (laughs) It is. uh, Yeah. It's 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 uh, we've had a lot of rain on the uh on the on the eastern seaboard. I just it's almost like Seattle.
2: It's
0: uh, sunny in Seattle today. S- su- yeah, yeah. I don't know what the weather's going to be like later on today, but um, um, yeah, it's been a little bit crazy weather. But how- how's everything going? We, David Lawrence is the... I don't know how to – what do I call you, David? The captain of the ship uh, I, I'm,
2: oh, yeah, <laughs> of Kosher River Cruises. I, one the du- <laughs> He's one of the directors. He's one of
0: the – I call you the captain, but you're not driving the boat. But he leads our team, one of the directors of Kosher River Cruises. Can you make the sound a little bit higher, ZK? So I'm, I'm wearing headphones. Um. Okay, uh Of Kosher River Cruises, we've come back two weeks ago from our cruise in Belgium and Holland. It was the most amazing uh, trip. All your trips are amazing. And let's do a little bit of a recap. And then what's going forward right after Yontef to invite all of our Nacham Siegel Network followers to look into joining us. And then you've got some big news about the super yacht as well.
2: Sure yeah I mean, we were all together right in the netherlands that was that was a great time some really interesting experiences. Where did we go? Uh, we started out in in uh in uh, Amsterdam and then we headed um through the canals to antwerp um crossing over into into Belgium um, and there we were in rotterdam Middelburg, veer Hent, Bruges um uh Kinderdijk and then back to Amsterdam. So it was it was a, a taking in a lot. So a lot of windmills.
0: It was so beautiful and when you um I was going to say driving along the river, um going up the river, <laughs> um steering up the river on the on the boat which is so magnificent. And We all love watching the boat go through a lock and watching the windmills on the side of the 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 river was magnificent. It was like truly a magical great. At sunset, I was like, oh, my God. Everyone sort of ran outside to start taking pictures and videos. It was just spectacular.
2: Right. I think one of the really special things was we were in the middle of nowhere in Middleburg, and we had an incredible experience there.
0: Yeah, Um, tell tell us us what Middleburg
2: is. Middleburg is in um, uh, in uh, Holland. Really, in the middle of nowhere, I would say about uh, uh, thirty minutes from Kent, but i don 't know if anyone knows where that is, so really, in the countryside, little town, um, and it used to have a Jewish community there or a small one before World War Two. that had been there since the, basically the 1700s um, and the synagogue there was destroyed in World War two um, wasn't rebuilt, it was just left like an empty shell with a couple of walls up, this, and then this um, is an someone amazing from story. the local. Yeah, Yeah, and then uh, a guy named Um Ad from the local community, not Jewish, said it was such a shame that this building is just a hole in the ground with a couple of walls. He's like, we need to rebuild the shul. So he got together, the local community, they got together some funds, and they built a synagogue in the replica of the 1728 synagogue that had been there before. But there was nobody there to fill it. There were no more Jews, or they had been, you know— either taken to the camps during World War II or they just there was no community to come back to. But what happened is, is that slowly people in the community started coming out saying, you know what? I heard I'm Jewish or I am Jewish. Um, And then we met a really interesting individual. Uh, His name was Luke, who basically his mother was hidden during the war, but um, was so traumatized by it that she was you know, fearful to let, and she was raised then as a Catholic, and she was fearful to let anyone know that she was Jewish. So it turns out that um, a guy named Luke heard something about it, said, wait, aren't we Jewish? And she's like, you don't want to talk about it. If you talk about it, they'll come after you. It was really traumatic for this woman. I mean, to the point where Luke has five siblings, his oldest brother is a priest, Yeah, right? But they are Jewish, right? So Luke started finding out about it, started finding about its history and heritage. And then he started basically getting and learning about his own, about Judaism. He would go and start learning in, in, in Rotterdam, in Amsterdam with some rabbis. And then he heard about the shul in, in Middleburg. And now he's gotten to the point where he's the cantor of the shul. To the point where he has even, you know, to the point about, I think it was about four or five years ago, Had a brit Millar to finalize everything because when he was growing up, he he hadn't had one because he was raised as a Catholic.
0: That was the most. Even listening to it now, I have the chills and goosebumps. But when he said, "I'm davening from," like he he learned how to daven. He went at the age of like I don't know, recently, like well into his forties. He learned how to daven so he could lead the shul in Middleburg in davening. I'm gonna like cry in a second. And he's saying, he's diving before the omen and he's saying, And then he's thinking to himself, I haven't had a bris. And he went and he got a bris after Yontif. Like, at, it, it, as an older man, like, it, he, it was amazing. And only Kosher River Cruises has found stories like this. They go out of the way. Besides the food being incredible, the experiences that we have there are incredible. We had Miriam Peretz from Israel join us. She was when she spoke also, not a dry eye in the audience. Between the Shabbos, spending Shabbos with the community in Middleburg and you inviting the community to spend Shabbat with us. This is the, the, the expression, if you build it, they will come. That's what they did. They rebuilt it. Right, that, the that was it.
2: And they came. Right, I remember, and then Odd came out and he, and he ended. We actually have a video of this on our website that Dr. Abramson put together. And he said, I came out of my house. This was on Friday. And Friday morning, he's like, I came out of my house. And all of a sudden, I see Jews everywhere. I see Kipot, I see Tzitzin. Here in the middle of Middleburg, in the middle of nowhere, I am surrounded by Jews. He goes, You brought a boat filled with Jews to my town. And he's like, I started crying. Because for me, you came to me. You came, you know, the first time in my life, I'm surrounded. I saw more Jews than I saw townspeople. And he goes, For me, that was. Just such an incredible experience. So these are the kind of things that we always bring out wherever we travel to. We meet with the local communities. It's not, yeah, there's great food and we have a, we tour. In the morning, there's a tour. In the afternoon, there's a tour. Yeah, but we create this kind of unifying.
0: Let's talk about a daily tour. We're talking about experience that we had. So what is a day? Walk me through a day on a riverboat cruise.
2: So basically, wake up, Davin, if you want. You know, our groups are... We have everybody, you know, modern Orthodox, Conservative. We have people from, might be from Borough Park, but we have people, we have families who come where you have individuals who might not be, you know, uh, religious, but their other family members are. But it's a place where everybody feels comfortable. Right. And I would say can 99% have-
0: of the people are Orthodox.
2: Yes. And the food we have on the boat, by the way, is better than the cruise's home food. Right. You know, <laughs> I mean, these giant buffets with carving station salads. That you know, it's, I like to say it's Pesach on steroids. Yeah. So you wake up, Davin, if you want. Then we're out touring in the morning, always back for lunch out again, touring in the afternoon. So we are always having and you're doing both a combination of both secular tours and Jewish interest tours if they are in the area. Um, And then around, you know, everyone has free time to walk on and off the boat, maybe take a bike out and go bike along in the villages on your own. Yeah,
0: that's so Um, fun, especially in Europe.
2: Right. Everyone's biking. And then we have our our classes. Of course, Naomi's cooking classes we have. Um, We we have um, uh, Dr. Abramson was doing a lecture about the Jewish history and heritage in the area or what we're going to see the next day. Uh, We have our port talks. And then we have, of course, we have – and then after that, it's time for dinner. And after dinner – We have our entertainment. Um, we had it's a couple so, of amazing so Jewish singers To trivia. I mean, it's going on until about 11. I think every night we left at what, like around 12 o'clock? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We this was finished. fantastic.
0: Every night there was like trivia or interactive games. Everyone was laughing or dancing or smiling, you know, dancing in their seats, not not actual dancing, but like bopping up in their seats <laughs> to the music. It was so special. And we had, um, from Belgium, we had the uh, Reuven Bamberger, who was uh, the music who did, provided live music as well, which was so fantastic. So a big shout-out to him for just getting us all up and, you know, smiling on Mozi Shabbos, uh, at the incredible Malava Malka that you served. at. Like, I don't know, it was so late by the time Shabbos goes out there. Uh, right, in- and we were
2: eating again at 12.30, and yeah. everybody was there. And I Everyone think was all eating the at, Chianti,
0: yeah. oh, I'm just Right, saying,
2: I, I think I, we had about tw- – yeah. Twenty bottles of Chianti that were definitely dusted off. Yeah, so. yeah. You
0: uh, Gabe Geller is here from Royal Wines. His his head just picked up. <laughs> I'm like he's like, oh, it was amazing. And can I just say that um, on Shabbat we had that when they gave the port talk. When they gave the port talk, it was really amazing because what they did was um, for on Friday before Shabbat, they explained how you're you have the how you're able to dock on Shabbos and you can get off the boat on Shabbos. There's a whole halakha about it. We had Rabbi Weiss, who's a rabbi on many, many cruise lines for the last 30 years. So you really know his, his halakha. It's a small boat so you can get off. We have docked the whole boat. it. I'm not, I'm no Rabbi Weiss. I should have him on the show too one time talking about. Oh,
2: he's great. He would be great. He's amazing. Oh, speaking of wine, you know, we have our Bordeaux cruise in a year from now, which is a common, you know, those who can be, so yeah, I, know, I know his head's popping up again, right? So yeah. we're visiting about <laughs> three know? different Seriously? kosher, <laughs> we have about three different kosher wineries we'll be going to. So you can actually choose to do the wine tour you or if you us. don't you want to do the wine tour and you're not into wine, you can you can just do a, the the I other two. We always Swiss. have an option yeah. for those who aren't mm-hmm. into wine.
0: So so Gabe Gill is actually Swiss French, so he can join us.
2: Oh, <laughs> definitely.
0: Um, yeah. So so on. So I was just I just want to say like the Shabbos talk that they gave us before Shabbas. Okay, the sound is a little bit weird here. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so I'm the headsets. Um, um, we had literally how many meals on Shabbas? Six or seven.
2: We have about six meals on Shabbos, and the last one was at 12.30. The breakfast? Well, that was actually the next day then. You would consider that the next day.
0: First Kiddish, second Kiddish, lunch, Shalashittis, then Malva Malka. -malka. So that's six meals. That was six meals. And there's always (laughs) tea tea and coffee available all the time. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Um, Really a fantastic trip. Now, of River Cruises not only does cruises, and um, we've got our amazing cruise coming up right after Yantif. We have just a few cabins left going through Provence and southern France. Not sub- south of France, like, you know, uh, Nice and Marseille and all that. Not that part. It's it's the Rhone River. So it's southern France rather than the south of France. Got the difference, guys? I'm sure you got it. You can look it up on a map. So we're going to the uh, uh, south uh, to Provence. We've got truffle hunts going on, wine tastings, amazing history. If you are interested, definitely reach out to kosherrivercruises.com. Anything else you want to share about that cruise? And then we're going to jump and talk about the yacht.
2: Right. So, having, we're, we, for the first ones, I guess it's the world's first uh, one of those super mega yachts, right? Only a hundred people on this beautiful, brand new luxury. Uh, starting in Panama, going to Costa Rica, and this is like a National Geographic type tour. You know, we're going to the Darien, um, nature reserve, and we're, it's the only way to get there is by boat. There are no people, there are no roads, um, just filled with wildlife. So we're doing the Darien, we're doing, you know, uh, Isa de Muerta, Corcovado, um, uh, Manuel Antonio. Where and so is we're that? Doing Where are all, all these places in, in so Costa Rica? We're, all, we're doing know, half the time the in, in Panama, half the time in Panama. Then we cross the border into Costa Rica. So now, that particular departure is sold out, but we've added another sailing. We've taken now the return going from Costa Rica to Panama. Um, so we're, it, it, it's truly a you know a, a super yacht, this beautiful you know. You think if you're, you're an oligarch for a week. Uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. And, you know, we're, we're doing these – we're moving now to these kind of – everything we do is only kosher, all kosher. So minion, these 100 passenger ships, kosher. whether it's
0: – Minion right, and kosher, okay? Three minions a day, uh, Shiorim and kosher. The whole boat is kosher, not a kosher dining room where you box into some of these little, you know, indoor dining rooms. This is the water by you on both sides – all the time,
2: all kosher. Great. Take it so yeah, if you just go to yeah, if you go to kosher dot com, dot com. I might have to change our name now because we're moving to the yachts and uh, and these expedition ships. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you go to yeah www dot com, it's got all the upcoming trips. We have the the Panama, the super yacht. The next year, we're excited about the Douro, which is in Portugal, where we're basically. It's uh, searching out the crypto-Jewish communities throughout Portugal, uh, along the Douro River. And then, again, we are in Bordeaux a year from, from now. And then the following year, we are, wow, we have just so much going on. We're on the Mekong, Vietnam, and Cambodia.
0: Yeah, I can't wait um, for that, that one. Was, that Vietnamese for food. For the year after. Vietnamese food and Vietnamese my specialty, food. believe it or not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Italy. Man, you were on Italy. We're doing that again in two years. Okay. Um, that so that'll amazing. be
0: fun. And hopefully there'll be Great. more
2: water in the, in the, in the we can got
0: the Po Valley river. Right. <laughs> we had a, last year, the European rivers were very low and this year they're just perfect.
2: Great. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, Naomi.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. We love, we love to talk and, you know, David, you're a, always a great guest, but if people are interested, go to kosherrivercruises.com. You can also reach out to me personally to ask any nitty-gritty questions about my personal experiences, but we absolutely loved it. In fact, last year we did a uh, radio show from, we recorded from the boat uh, from France. So I thought that was a really great experience. We should try to do that again, David. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Great. Um, all right. All right th- well,
2: thanks for having me. Thank
0: you. Shana Tovar to you and the family, the girls. David brought his girls on the cruise and I brought Leora on the cruise and everyone got along so amazing. It was – a, and also a, the chef's granddaughters were on the trip, so we – the girls had a blast. They may have had a better time than the <laughs> adults,
2: <laughs> those kids. wonderful well thanks a lot we'll talk soon I can't wait to see you okay likewise
0: all right David is amazing um really want to thank you for joining us I got him he's three hours behind he's three hours behind us uh so uh we had to like work out the time difference it's quite early there in in uh Seattle where he is based out of Gabe Geller welcome back
3: well thank you for having me
0: good My pleasure. Is it? We're all good? Okay, I can hear you. All right. How are you? Long drive here today, hey? Uh, Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, New York traffic. New
0: York traffic and New York rain. Was it raining this morning?
3: Uh, A little bit, not enough.
0: The minute the rain starts, New York just slows down like crazy. It's
3: been a very wet summer, very hot and wet summer.
0: Is that good for grape growing?
3: Um, upstate, uh, it's probably better than last year. Last year was so hot and dry that a lot of the crop, you know, was lost. Really? Yeah.
0: That's very sad. Does that affect the price of wines when they, when there's limited it, amounts? It
3: can, it can, because, you know, lower supply. Right. If the demand is the same or higher.
0: Right. Depends on the wine, I guess, yeah. but yeah. So welcome, Gabe Geller, to the set. Gabe Geller is the sommelier, marketing <laughs> director of Royal Wines, who we love so much, and I try to bring you on the show every big Chagim season, mm-hmm. like even summer wines, and, and now Yontef Wines, and of course, we'll have you on to talk a little bit in, you know, in a sure. while about the P word, but them Pesach, but I, I always think that my brain already automatically goes to Pesach, like I'm already, you know, planning my Pesach, but wow. yeah. that's me. Um, just say Keiko. Oh, yes, just say Keiko. So in front of me, I have a couple of things I want to talk about Keiko, mm-hmm. um, which is the umbrella organization of Gefen Foods, which has this amazing honey cake. Now I never buy anything in a packet, so we're just going to give these great products a shout out on our what's hot topic of food, are sponsored by uh, Keiko and Geffen and T- and um, Tuscanini and Heaven and Earth. So today we're going to focus on a he- the Heaven and er- the Heaven and Earth Ceylon and the Geffen date honey uh, uh, date the Geffen honey cake. So I'd never buy anything in a box like I've never had entermins. I think one time I had one bite mm-hmm. of it because you know yeah. outside of America we eat real mm-hmm. food, right? Like we don't eat cake in a box. Except this happens to be amazing.
3: Oh, I'm sure it yeah, is. It, uh, it's, it's actually it's really good. made in Israel, right?
0: Um, if you can your eyes are younger than my yeah. eyes. So oh actually I can I can read this. It's not so. Product of Israel. So mm-hmm. Eretzabad Vash mm-hmm. is literally this. Do you think they have this hanging off the trees? <laughs> <laughs> the Geffen cakes hanging off the trees And the spies saw this And I'm like,
2: hmm
0: um, Okay, so this is amazing And you can only you can serve it as a cake mm-hmm. A little cheat yep. And you can get like the Duncan Hines f- vanilla frosting Just yep. put it on And they'll never know it's store-bought <laughs> Or you could cube it up And make like a little trifle With some whipped cream and ice cream mm-hmm. Some sauce Some silan on top Some sesame on top of that with, even with some drizzle with china this is a really great great cake I never talk about anything that I personally haven't tried I guarantee you that and this is Naomi approved and Naomi does not like to bake when I wrote my two <laughs> cookbooks it was very hard to come up with a baking recipe the baking re- uh, Miriam Pascal who's my cookbook author really pushed me to yeah. bring out my creative ideas for the for the uh, dessert sections on both books it was a challenge but I did it but um, you know these this I like to eat dessert, I just don't like to make them. So it's not like that this is a good cheat and it's, you know, semi-homemade products. And of course it's from the Holy Land. And my next which is the thing I want to talk about is the pure date syrup. Mm-hmm. Now when you pick up date syrup, otherwise known as silan, which is date honey, what I want you to do is pick it up and look. You should always read your labels and know what you're eating. But but read the ingredient list and you want to make sure there's no added sugars or anything else into this. You want to make sure it says pure. And when you look at the back, like this, like this, here we go. It says here, ingredients, 100% organic dates, zero, just crushed. I use this in dressings, in marinades, drizzle on top as a garnish. This is, I use this, <clears throat> I use this in my house all year. I always just... Have it on hands. Absolutely love it. So just because it's around for Rosh Hashanah, you'll grab yourself all year. And it's available all year. Look, if the, in the picture, it's got like a pancakes. To have it on pa- pancakes. None of that maple syrup full of sugar. This is natural. Um, and you'll, you'll use it from everything to pancakes and to bring your honey and apples and honey. Yeah. What we said before, avad chalavu dvash. This is the druvash that they meant, not the honey cake. I meant, just joking. Not the bee honey. <laughs> it's date honey. When they walked in, the maraglim walked in. They saw, mm-hmm. to Israel. They saw big, big dates dripping with with their juices, and that's the honey that they saw. Yeah,
3: it's a great alternative to. Uh Bee honey for people who are allergic or don't like bee honey Right. And also little so
0: kids, little babies yeah. can't have honey. Yeah. Your little kids can't have honey. Yeah. yeah, youngest one. So you can use this and this is what they mean. Yeah. So um, so much going on. And here we have our Simanim for Rosh Hashanah. So you can go to kosher.com. You can print this out. I actually did a, an event at um, Project Inspire. Shout out to the Manhattan branch. Um, I did a cooking demo for them this week. And they printed out and they gave this to everyone, but they laminated it for everyone. So you don't have to laminate it because you can print out a new one if it gets dirty. But it's all the different simanim um, from kosher.com. I mean, the simanim are from Hashem. <laughs> but they, they made these simanim in this beautiful sheet. Um, and you can, you know, from the apples to the uh, carrots, you can do uh Cabbage or leek, beets, dates, guards, pomegranates, fish, um, and a head of a fish. (laughs) And it has all the different um, simanem, which are signs, uh, to have like a good new year. And I just recently learned this, that it's a minhag to get a new knife. So you should slice out a good new year. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So um, Hmm? just a... Again, with a shout out, I got a new set of knives recently from a company. They sent it to me. I didn't want to talk about it for a year. I said, you can send them to me. So it wasn't so recent. It was mummish, like close to it. Last Shavuas, I think, they even sent it to me. It's such a long time ago. I wanted to test out for a year before I started talking about it on air because so many times the knives go blunt. So Hast Knives, H-A-S-T, I think it's hastknives.com or hastknives. You can Google it. Amazing knives, really amazing. So if you are looking for a knife... Okay, you're hearing in this of Rosh Hashanah and I might not buy it. You know, might not get it today, but at least if you buy it, you'll know that. <laughs> you're maybe a up <laughs> to slice out a new year. Um, yeah, so here are really – so I make a lot of my um, simanim um, from, from – um, like a lot of my foods with simanim in it. So I'll make like a beet salad and I'll make a uh, leek patties. And I don't like whole fish. We can't have whole fish at our mm-hmm. table. Tzvi will plots No whole chicken, no Cornish hand. Do, do you eat, ZK whole fish? Do you?
3: Whole You're. fish? I used to in Israel. If it Depending on the fish, how it's prepared. Okay,
0: but, yeah. but you would. I'm very picky. Okay, yeah. so Tzvi, nah, no way. Yeah. No whole fish on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mother used to stuff a salmon head with mm-hmm. gefilte fish and boil it with the mm-hmm. gefilte fish. No way would I be allowed. So what I did was I order from – you can also do it from Trader Joe's, but I order it from – um, jelly bellies, yeah. they have a fish. And then I cut off the heads and I make a bowl of fish heads and I put that on the table. <laughs> so that's my, <laughs> if you want to do that. Yeah, so that's my inspiration for everyone. All right, let's talk wines. What oh, have you yeah. got here for the new year?
3: So I've got some interesting stuff. So I would say oldy but goody. Yeah. But not exactly. Okay, you
0: know, I saw that and I winked at you. I'm like, what is that, Kate no, Geller? That's right.
3: Rosh Hashanah is not just about new. It's about renewal, you know. Ken? It's about, you know, introspection, changing ourselves, you know, uh, improving ourselves. And that's exactly what Herzog did with the Herzog Late Harvest Orange Muscat.
0: How could it get better than what it was? A new so, bottle, new bottle.
3: A new bottle, new label, everything. But it's not just the packaging, you know. Uh, very often you see new packaging, new label, you know. It's normal, you know. You have to change it uh, every every so often, be up, uh, up to date. Uh, but this is not just new packaging. The the style is different. So David Gasignato, who's the new uh, head winemaker at Herzog Wine Cellars.
0: Okay, he took over from the late. Joe He Hurley. took over
3: from the late Joe Hurley, man. That's right.
0: Beloved, and, beloved, and missed.
3: Oh yes, oh yes. He was amazing. He was amazing. Uh, so he wanted to uh, make something a little different, mm-hmm. and what it did with this wine it made it a bit more bold and concentrated richer uh, so it's a richer uh, dessert wine uh, serve it well chilled uh, people who you know like their wine to be like in their face okay. to be something that you know you can have uh, a mouthful of flavors this is it
0: okay i'm I'm excited to try this now. now I was gonna. Oh shoot! I was just gonna ask you something about the orange muscat. Oh, chilled. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's talk about chilled. When you say chilled, what degree is that? Cold. You, you, cold you, you put it in the fridge and drink it right away. Exa- Do you bring it in the fridge and wait ten minutes till it drops a little bit? No. What's too cold?
3: In in this. I think that's a good question. Case, <laughs> yeah, it's an excellent question. In this specific case, I would just put it in the fridge like the day before, uh, and then just before you're going to drink it take it out of the fridge, pop the cork, serve, drink, enjoy.
0: Okay. But in general with white or rosés, that, would that be the same rule?
3: Not necessarily, depending on, the, depending on, the, uh, on each and every wine. Uh, if it's heavier in body, if it's aged in oak barrels, there are several factors. Usually I would advise as a general rule to go safe, and have it cold, but not super cold, like around fifty degrees, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Can you make like um, I'm, you know, giving you more work? <laughs> Can you make like a cheat sheet for us at at uh, Royal Wines on how, what temperature wine should be served at? Mm-hmm. I think like, you know, how we do steak, you know, internal yeah, temperatures. Maybe,
3: maybe. The, the, the difference, the, the difference <laughs> We can print steak, it out
0: like this and yeah. laminate it, hang yeah. it up in the dining room.
3: <laughs> the difference with steak is that, of course, there are personal preferences. Yeah, yeah.
0: And but same with wine, maybe, no? Steak,
3: you know, there's steak. And, of course, there's ribeye, there's Denver, there's this. There's not that many different types of steak and… Generally, the, the rule for uh, steak is only depending on personal preference. And if you like your steak rare, you always make it rare. It doesn't matter if it's a ribeye, if it's a Denver, <laughs> if it's an oyster steak, you always have it the way you usually like it. So with wine, each and every wine, you know, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. So actually, I said 50, uh, 50 degrees for like most whites and rosé. You know what? I would actually even go lower than that. I would say cold fridge temperature. Because if it is too cold, within five minutes maybe, it's going to warm up in the glass and reach the desired or the ah, preferred okay. ideal temperature. If it's, you know, if it's not cold enough, you know, have to stick it back in the I, fridge. I you know. s- no, no one's going to do that. No one has time well, for it. You should know. So, yeah. you, you turn me into <laughs> yeah. such
0: a snob, that wine snob, that when I go to a simcha and I go over to the bar and get a drink and I'll, I'll ask do you have white wine? And I'll say, is it cold though? Don't give yeah. me... Don't give me room temperature white wine. Don't even bother opening
3: it. Yeah, Uh, I find it so unprofessional, and it just shows a lack of professionalism and care to serve at any hotel, restaurant, uh, event, uh, shoppers' table. (laughs) Yeah, room temperature white or some people don't know, but people in the industry should know better. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: chilled. Orange, muscat, chilled white, chilled rosé. That's right. Okay, we'll talk about. All right, what's next? Okay,
3: next. So, I don't know if you are aware, but Herzog Wine Cellars and Royal Wine uh, just acquired a winery in Sonoma, California, Ah. called Sonoma Love.
0: I did not know that
3: That just came out last week Can We have had a, a press release, of course
0: Oh, press release So
3: it's a well-known winery in Now the, I know
0: it's real press <laughs> In the
3: mainstream general world And we we bought it And uh, we made a kosher wine it's
0: beautiful it's, And I yes. love this labeling It's so royal I know, I it's know It's royal for royal
3: It's royal for royal, exactly <sighs> It's
0: mamash stunning
3: Beautiful wines, excellent and actually, for the quality, it's reasonably priced. So it's about $30 a bottle. Okay, not crazy. So no, no, not crazy. Not crazy. They're There's three wines. Uh, the, that's the, the first release. So this is the Pinot Noir. Is this is one of Their mevushal, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. mevushal. So uh, there's a Pinot Noir, there's a Cabernet Sauvignon, and there's a Chardonnay.
0: Now, what area in California is this Sonoma? So that,
3: that, that's, that's Sonoma. That's Sonoma. Where is that? Where is it? So it's northern North California.
0: Okay, near near Napa.
3: Yeah. it's well, not po- too far from Napa, let's okay. put it this way.
0: Great wine country. I love I love beautiful. Napa. Beautiful. It's beautiful. I just wanna say when I was there, um, you set us up to go to a winery, we went to um Hagafen. Mm-hmm. And I saw the, this is like two and a bit years ago, and I saw the gas prices, and I'm thinking, they must use Merlot to fill up their cars. It is so crazy expensive, <laughs> they're the gas prices. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in one country, they just put Merlot in the car, it exactly. was crazy money.
3: Wine is cheaper than gas there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, might be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so this is a Pinot Noir, and we drink this at room temperature.
3: So, uh, actually a little bit more cold than that. Really? I would go I like write in the, the notes in, on this. Yeah, the low low 60s. So like I should 62, just put 63. in
0: the fridge for a little bit. Yeah, exactly,
3: like half an hour to an hour before drinking.
0: Well, is there a red wine that you drink cold?
3: Well, no, not really. Not uh,
0: Beaujolais, uh, do you drink Well, cold?
3: port or port style, you know, uh, red dessert wines. Mm. So f- for those, it's interesting. In the summer, if you want to drink them in the summer, you know, it's, it's heavy, thick, very sweet. So in the summer, drink it cold. Drink it chilled, you know, not ice cold. Uh, and in the winter, drink it at room temperature.
0: Red wine in general?
3: Yeah. Just those sweet dessert oh, uh, wines. red wines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Fortified wines.
0: This is really nice. Congratulations for mm-hmm. uh, getting a new winery. Do they own quite a few wineries?
3: Uh, well, actually, besides Herzog Wine Cellars and uh, Kedden, uh, this is their third winery. So.
0: Mazel yeah. top, that's really, we'll yeah. drink to that. Fantastic. <laughs> I was actually at Keiko last week. You went around. <laughs> I went to your desk. i went, right. like, "Where's Kate Geller today?" Yeah, I've
3: been <laughs> traveling a little bit. Yeah,
0: all the way to not, here. Not
3: like you. You don't uh, have. But, but, uh, what's it like to be home?
0: <laughs> I know it's it's a it's a little weird. I have to get used to like you know driving again. Yeah. I didn't drive wow. the whole summer, <laughs> but yeah, I had an amazing summer of travel. Thank you for asking. Awesome. I was I think this year I've been to 11 countries and some uh, multiple times. Yeah. So Israel. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and um, going back to France. I was in France. Yeah. And it's yeah. Amazing. I, Living, living and touring, because that way I can yeah. bring great content back to oh, yeah. Table for Two.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, next, Caramel Buzz t- Moscato, that's, pomegranate flavor. That's
0: from Israel. Because yeah, that's caramel from Israel. wines is Israel, but my kids have that a lot yeah. <laughs> in Israel. My kids are in their 20s, so oh, some of them, most of them. So um, this is
3: a great... Fun line of uh, Moscato wines that are fruit-flavored. Uh, so uh, there's uh, there a bunch. There's pineapple, mango, peach. And then the two new ones is apple and pomegranate. So I was like, oh. which one should I bring? I said, yeah, you know what? Pomegranate.
0: pomegranate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to serve that. I'm going to serve that with my pomegranate chicken.
2: Uh-huh. Um, That's perfect. There yeah, you go.
0: Yeah, on my Instagram, I have a great new recipe for pomegranate silan chicken. <laughs> and I'm going to serve it with my pomegranate. Oh, definitely. Wine.
3: I think Svi will like it.
0: I think he'll like that. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pour that. When I pour I'm going to put in some um, pomegranate seeds into oh, the bottom yeah, to make amazing, it all pretty. Amazing.
3: So this serve, you know, cold.
0: Pretty, okay. Oh, for pretty, sure. For pretty sure. Pretty we we Whenever we're in Israel in the summer, this is what we buy every week for Shabbos, yep. for Kiddush.
3: And... Last but not least, what is that? Is liqueur. Ooh. I actually I'm not sure if I uh, ever brought it. Maybe I brought it last time. I don't remember. The peach one, the pear one. Uh, oh, maybe it was the peach one. Yeah, yeah one it of was those. the peach one. It's it in my fridge still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the cassis. Cassis is black currants in French. Oh. It's a real you know French specialty, especially from the Alsace region. You Where, know. where's that? That's northwest. Straddle. That's uh, north. Um, East. I East, think. I meant northeast. Yeah. The, I have a map near, near exactly. Strasbourg area. Exactly, near, uh, uh, it's uh, bordering Germany. Uh, Germany and Switzerland. Okay. Uh, and they, they make, this is a world famous uh, brand. Is that they, No, it, It's not wine, so it's not Mavuchel. Okay, it great, we don't
0: Mavuchel. have to worry exactly. about that. Yeah, Terrific. Yeah, yeah. It's not wine.
3: So uh, this is a uh, uh, delicious creme de cassis. It's sweet. It's got 20% alcohol. Goes great on its own, or, or I like it on the rocks, you know, some ice cubes. You just and have a it. Yeah. I see it in a or, lot of cocktails. Yeah, oh. it's in a lot of cocktails. So that makes a lot of people, you know, in the industry very happy that there is finally a kosher certified right. crème de cassis.
0: I like um, it. Say it again.
3: Crème de cassis. There you go. There you go.
0: I, I, w- I was in France. I went to baking school for a day, and th- th- my teacher had a very thick he spoke great English, but a very yeah. thick French accent. Like, you've been out in the world, yeah. like a, in, out of France for a long time, and you're also Swiss. Yeah. But he had a very thick... So I had to keep saying, what, what, what? <laughs> he, would, he was amazing. He was amazing. So he he would say, crème. And I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds so... Wild. So people would do to me with my accent. I was doing to you guys. Oh, I love how you say that. Say it again. Crème. de cassis. Crème.
3: So... By the the probably the most famous cocktail to make with this is Kir yeah. Royale, yes. which is champagne, 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 sparking, dry sparkling to- wine. Toast
0: in the new year. Yeah. Okay. Year. Okay. I'm writing and you this down. mix it
3: with some crème de cassis. Okay.
0: Hold on. I'm writing that down. See, I take my own notes from lex- from, from my guests.
3: And that's like for one of the easiest cocktails de, I had there. To, to okay, so what you know?
0: is creme de cases plus champagne? Plus
3: champagne, yeah. Champagne. Now, any any dry, much, sparkling white, white oil, wine prosecco, will do Or Prosecco. Yeah, Prosecco. Prosecco
0: is a little cheaper. But Cava. Me, can you give us a name of a, a champagne that's like not high-end, not low-end, anything from Kerem, a sparkling wine that you could yeah, recommend? Yeah, sure.
3: So for instance, you have the König uh, Cremant d'Alsace. Another, from the same region, by the way. Okay, so, so <laughs> great, great. <laughs> which is made like champagne, but it's only around $20 retail. Okay, so what's it called? Very reasonable. Koenig, right, so yeah, I'm write, write that it down. down. Exactly. I,
0: I won't be able to pronounce it to the guy, because I can't do that French. Australians have, I know that one, yeah. I have the worst French accent, being Aussie. It just doesn't come out. Creme, I have the... Koenig, then... Cremant brut. Okay. okay, I'll show that
3: to him.
0: <laughs> okay great. So how much champagne? So most of a glass and then a splash of the Yeah, basically, cassis? but then you
3: can adjust uh, depending on how much flavor and sweetness you want in your Oh, um, so
0: it's like you yeah. know adding yeah. salt as much yeah. as a yeah. little yeah, exactly. hat that yeah. you like. <gasps> That's such a great idea. Okay, so this is made with berries.
3: And that's made with yeah, berries, black uh, currants.
0: Black currants. Okay. You know, I see this so many times in...
3: It's amazing. Oh, we can pour a little bit over uh, vanilla ice cream, for instance.
0: Oh, Delicious. this is multi-purpose. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. multi <laughs> So, you can drink it, you can eat it. It's yeah. really everything. We like that. Plain, in drinks. Okay. Okay. This is, and how much does this run a bottle? That's
3: around thirty dollars. Okay, give but you get take, right. Yeah. It's not,
0: but you you drink it slowly. It's yeah, like this exactly, is yeah, one meal not, that you have.
3: Exactly that you can drink it for five years if you want. <laughs> okay,
0: fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, amazing. So we've got four amazing new wines for Rosh Hashanah. Gabe. The time flies when you come on the show, and we didn't actually drink anything today. It's a little, it's a little bit. Even for us, it's early.
3: <laughs> you know, got our. Stay a little sober because Russia is coming up.
0: Yeah, we're going to...
3: got to keep a clear mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on Russian of course, we drink wine. Uh, but a lot of people will go, you know, easy because they don't want to be buzzed, you know, going to shul. Right. It's they a wanna long be, they, day. They want to they wanna be in shul in time. They want to be uh, completely uh, as clear as possible in their mind to daven with the proper kavana. So, so you have
0: one bottle, yeah. not a selection, yeah. you know, and then, yeah. you know... You have a lot of Yontif coming up to drink. Uh, Anything for Torah? you want to give us a shout out? Anything fun to...
3: Well, just have fun, drink whatever you like. There is no rule uh, for Simchas Torah. But and, drink
0: responsibly, and, and exactly. don't give anyone under twenty-one yeah. a drink.
3: That's what's great about sukkos and Simchas Torah, by the way. It's not like Pesach, where you know you have uh, dalit kusas. Uh, you have to drink wine in certain quantity, and people are looking for low alcohol, easy to drink sukkos. Plenty of meals. Drink whatever you like. At any time you want, rosé, red, heavy, light, doesn't matter. You can really uh, go, uh, you know, crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for the adults. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure, As always, man. we really appreciate it. I know it was a big drive today. Um, I just want to thank all our guests. David Lawrence from Kosher River Cruises. Uh, Alex Rappaport from maspia Always fantastic to have him and help uh, support New York's needy. Mm-hmm. And of course, Gabe Geller, Royal Wines, Keiko. Thank you so much for having us. Well, we want to thank. Geffen and Heaven and Earth Foods for sponsoring our food segment. And we have another amazing show coming up before Sukkot. So uh, we can't wait to mm-hmm. have a fun time uh, getting Season 12 up and running. want to wish everyone Shana tovah, K'tiva Matova Good Shabbos, good Yontef all the good things and I can't wait to see you all in Season 12 Good Shabbos <laughs>